When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. Well, I don't believe it. Hmm. What did you say, dear? You weren't listening again. Oh, if I could just get you to turn off your mind for two weeks. I'm sorry, Bev. What were you saying? I was just saying I don't believe we're actually on vacation. After six years and every summer there's been an institute session or a lecture tour. Well, for once, couldn't we just stop bickering? You got your way, Mother. You dragged Daddy and me to the beach. Dragged? I should think you'd be overjoyed to be spending two weeks on the beach. You'll get a good tan. You'll meet dozens of new boys. How do you know there'll be any boys where we're going? There are always boys at the beach. You'll have a wonderful time. You wait and see. Well, I just hope there's a telephone. West, toward the Pacific Ocean, rolls the sedan bearing the Deering family. Bonnie, the 16-year-old daughter. Beverly, the petulant wife. And Martin, Dr. Martin Deering, professor of physics whose grip on the steering wheel tightens with his lips as he drives along in silence, his mind shutting out the familiar sound of a quarrel in the making. Let's follow the Deerings as they begin a two-week vacation that turns into something else altogether, in which the professor finds the answer to a scientific riddle. In the summer house, tonight's tale of suspense on crisis. Act One, in just a minute. It's a few minutes before sundown when Martin Deering wheels his car down a narrow road carved from a sand dune and pulls to a dusty stop at the door of a lonely gray cottage perched by itself on a low hill overlooking the Pacific. Is this it? According to the map the agent gave me. This old dump? It's not a dump, Bonnie. It looks weather-beaten because it's exposed to all the salt air in the wind. I never saw anything so desolate in my life. And where are all the boys you said would be on the beach? There isn't anyone down there at all, except one old man. Hmm? Down there, he's painting or something. Oh, yeah. Well, come on, let's get the car unloaded. There's something I want to show you, and we've only got a few minutes. Come here, Bonnie. Beverly. Step out here on the deck. Now, look at that sun. It's, it's almost gone, see? Yeah, so? Now, watch the horizon line. Just as the sun slips completely out of sight. Watch, there, there. What's so? Oh, what were we supposed to see, Martin? Why, the green line. For about a quarter of a second, there's a, a brilliant green line 
across the horizon. Didn't you see it? For this, we want a beach house? I'm going in and start dinner. Well, I just thought you might be interested. We don't see that effect at home. It was really interesting, Dad. Thanks. Dad? Yes, Bonnie? What is it you think about when you shut us out of your mind? Who says I shut you out of my mind? Don't shuck me. You don't listen to half of what we say. What do you think about? Well, Bonnie, there's a... There's a big old mystery out there in that Pacific that, that fascinates me. Maybe it uh, obsesses me. A mystery? Really? Yes. Year after year, ships disappear out there. Somewhere. No kidding. Yes. Happens every now and then. They just, just vanish, crews and all. Oh. And I'm working on a little theory of mine that might explain it, you see. And tie in thousands of cases of individual people disappearing every year. Thousands? Right. Oh, but don't misunderstand me, baby doll. Oh, Dad doesn't have all the answers yet. Maybe I never will. But I admit, the darn thing's on my mind all the time. But uh, what do you think is the answer? Hey, I promised your mother that for two weeks I wouldn't think. Now you run on in and see if you can help her set up housekeeping. Okay. I see our only neighbor is folding up his easel for the night. I think I'll walk down and meet him. Who? Oh, the painter. Yeah. Tell your mom I'll I'll try and find some firewood. Hello there. Good evening. We saw you up from the cottage. Can I see what you've done? Oh, well, I just now buttoned it away in my paint box. Just a little canvas I started the other day. You uh, live here at the beach? Right now I do. Well... Didn't see any of their houses along the stretch of the beach. Yes, that's why I like it here. It's good for a painter. Oh, I imagine so. Uh, my name's Deering. And I'm Ainsworth. Or just call me Gabe. Everybody else does. Well, then I'm Martin. I'm glad to know you, Martin. Same here. So you're living in the cottage. As of about an hour ago, yeah. Yeah, nice little old place. Oh, uh, do you know it? More or less. Well... My wife's been after me for about six years to take a vacation, so here we are at last. Are you from around here? Uh, no, inland. I, uh, I teach physics. Oh, you do? Is, uh, painting your profession or just a hobby? Uh, well, well, if it was a profession, I'm afraid I, I wouldn't look as well-fed as I do. <laughs> no, I, I just paint because I like to. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna... Pick up some of this driftwood and use it for the fireplace tonight. Well, maybe I'll run into you again, Martin. Well, I sure hope so. Oh, and good luck in your cottage. Coming to bed, Beverly? In a minute. You still going through that facial routine? I thought we were on a vacation. The crow's feet don't take vacations. Why don't you just forget about all that stuff? You want me to look human tomorrow? i got to prepare tonight. Even curlers? Yes, even curlers. Now, where did that cold cream go? Hey, what's the matter with the TV? Well, of all things, I just had a jar of cold cream right here on this dressing table, and now... Wait a minute. All right, Martin. Are you being funny? What's the matter? Hey, am I going crazy or what? You know what just happened in my bedroom? The TV jumped a foot and changed channels all by itself. Now, Bonnie... 
kidding, and I'm scared. I saw it. Just when you called out? Yeah. Well, that was the same moment I suddenly couldn't find my jar of cold cream. And it was right here on the dressing table, and now it's gone. You're kidding. Martin, something funny is going on in this place. Well, evidently... Evidently? You're just going to lie there and not do anything? Well, what do you want me to do? Daddy, I tell you, my TV jumped a foot and moved toward the wall and switched channels. I saw it. And the cold cream is gone. Absolutely gone. Oh, great. You know what? We're living in a haunted house. All right, all right. Sun is up and it's another beautiful day. And we uh, made it through the night. Now let's take stock of what happened last night. And we'll do it a scientific way. Oh, by all means. The TV set jumped, it changed channels, and then I turned it off and went to bed. And ten minutes later, it turned itself on. All right. The cottage is built on a windy old sand dune. The, the floor in your bedroom slants, and suddenly the set rolls sideways, and there may be a short in your tuner. Uh, how's that? I don't think that explains it at all. And your disappearing cold cream? Yes. I, um, I looked on the floor. I, I looked everywhere, and I... I can't explain it, um, unless it never was on the dressing table to begin with. It was. I put it there ten seconds before it disappeared. Hmm, that is a tough one. Unless there's a ghost in the house that has large pores and crow's feet. Oh, very funny. What are you doing, Bonnie? Putting on my eye makeup. I can't for the life of me see what a 16-year-old girl needs with eye makeup and, and pierced ears and plucked eyebrows. All the girls her age are doing it, Martin. If she doesn't make herself up, she'll look like an infant. Well, she she isn't much more than an infant. Oh, thanks a bunch. Do me a favor, baby doll, and finish your makeup in the bathroom, okay? Okay. Now, listen, Beverly. There's a perfectly rational explanation for all of this. I am not spending another night in this place. Oh, good night, Beverly. That's being childish. Just because one little experience happened and Mother, you have... Mother, guess what I found in the med- medicine cabinet in the bathroom. What? Oh, my jar of cold cream. See? Where did you find it? In the medicine cabinet over the sink in the bathroom, right next to Daddy's razor. Well, I didn't put it there. I haven't even opened the medicine cabinet. Wait a minute, Bonnie. Right next to what? Your razor. Now, just a second. My razor is in my shaving kit, and my shaving kit is in the bedroom. No, I don't mean a razor. I mean an electric shaver. I don't use electric shaver. You know that. I, I shave with a safety razor. Well, then, whose electric shaver is that in the bathroom? Well, good morning, Martin. Oh, hello. How did you sleep last night? Funny you should ask. Oh? My family is convinced we've acquired a a haunted house. Really? Well, some rather unexpected things happen, uh, coincidentally. My daughter thinks the TV set jumped around her bedroom, and just because my wife misplaced her cold cream jar, and and we happened to discover somebody's electric shaver... But uh, being a scientist, of course, you have an explanation for all that. Uh, I have a theory, not an explanation. And... Oh, it's an older house. The foundation's on an unstable base. It probably shifted slightly in on the onshore breeze last night, throwing the floor slightly off-level so the TV set just rolled a few inches. 
You know how kids can exaggerate. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, indeed. Well, say, while I paint, uh, tell me about your work. You say you teach physics. That's right. That must be fascinating. Well, it is at times. That can be a damn frustrating, too. When you get uh, obsessed with a particular line of research that, that seems to hit a dead end. Hmm. For me, it's the, the history of unexplained disappearances. Oh? Well, how do you mean? Oh, you've probably read from time to time about ships and vessels disappearing in mid-ocean. Oh, yes. Yes, it seems I have. And there are thousands and thousands of people, just individual people, who, who vanish every year. Is that so? Yeah, nobody really knows how long this is going on. That's incredible. You mean to say that uh, people just seem to vanish into thin air? Mm-hmm. For want of a better description, yes. Anyone ever see this happen? Sometimes, yes. Well, there was this one very dramatic disappearance that was recorded on film. Happened over England in 1944. They were testing a brand new experimental jet airplane. The plane was flying along, accompanied by camera planes. Then all of a sudden, it vanished. Oh, you don't say. That was in 1944. Yes. Set back the British development of the jet by some time. Even though they invented the jet. Well, so that's it. Hmm? Well, uh, that's, that's interesting, Martin. Uh, but what's your explanation for these disappearances? Well, again, I don't have any explanations. Uh, but I do have a theory. Oh, I'd like to hear it. Well, it's just a theory. Uh, totally unproven. Yes? Well, it, it may make you laugh, but... Gabe, what if there was a parallel universe that existed right here on Earth, but uh, perhaps at a different wavelength or frequency? Uh, sort of like a, a fourth dimension? Well, yes. People have speculated about such things for years. Well, you know, if you're right, then thousands of people who've been given up for dead could still be alive. Exactly. Well, maybe that's the explanation for your haunted cottage. What? Maybe you're sharing the place with another family that uh, you just can't see. Martin, I have had it. I can see now why you were able to get this place for such a low price. It's, it's going to drive me crazy. Daddy, I know you don't believe in things like this, but the place is haunted. We are not going to spend another night here. Now, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. What else has happened? My makeup, all my mascara, my eyeliner, and my false eyelashes. You know where we finally found them? I didn't even know they were lost. In the garbage, Martin. In the garbage. Do you know what I think, Martin? I think we're not alone in this place. I think there's someone else living here that we can't see. Oh, please. Please, Daddy, let's go home, please. Go home? I... I'll tell you one thing, Martin. Bonnie and I aren't going to spend another night in this place. Look, there's a motel a few miles up the road. I'll I'll drive you up there and, and get you registered. What about you? Just give me one more night here. I, I'll admit something's going on. I've just got to try and figure out what it is. <laughs> Beverly and Bonnie are spending the night ten miles up the coast at a motel, leaving Martin Deering in the beach cottage alone. 
Or is he alone? That's what he hopes to find out. Martin is propped up in a chair in the living room, fighting to stay awake. But the sound of the surf lulls him to sleep. Courage it must have must have taken. And, and believe me, I, I, I'm sorry the place turned out like this. Well, whatever are you babbling about, dear? You fell asleep out there and had a bad dream. Now come to bed. You look beautiful tonight, Beverly. <laughs> Love is blind. No, you you look so much nicer without the cold cream and the curlers. I, I you guess know, I... I found someone's jar of cold cream on the dressing table last night. I can't imagine how it got there. What did you say? I put I, I put it in the medicine cabinet beside your electric shaver. You did that? Yes. You look so upset. Did I do something wrong? Wrong? Uh, no. I don't know. Beverly, look at me. I, I am looking at you. No. Closely. Look at me closely and, and, and let me look at you. Mm, I love you, Martin. You're not the same. You're not the same. You're... You're younger, but not younger. What is it? What... What's happening? Shh, darling, you wake Bonnie. Bonnie? My God, Bonnie, where is she? In the other bedroom. Martin, are you all right? I don't know. The light. Where's the light? There. Bonnie. Her face, it's... It's a little 16-year-old's face. I'm really worried about you, darling. There's nothing the matter with Bonnie's face. I know, but where's the makeup? The eyeshadow and, and the plucked eyebrows and all the things you let her do to herself. Well, what are you talking about? She found that eye makeup kit in her room today and threw it in the garbage. Well, you know she doesn't use anything like that. Come on, let's get out of her room before we wake her. I know it. I must seem to be acting strangely, but... Why don't you go out of the deck, darling, and get some good fresh air before turning in? You've just had a bad dream, that's all. A deck, yes. Yes. No! No, it's impossible! Martin, Martin, what's wrong? The beach! Uh, there are buildings on each side of the cottage, and on a... Up and down the beach as far as you can see. Martin, they've always been there. Oh, look, look, there's Gabe sitting on his deck next door. I I'd better go put on a house coat. Hey, Gabe. Uh, hello, Martin. Uh, something wrong? When did you see me last? This morning. Down here on the beach, right? That's right, Martin. Only then, 
none of these apartment houses were here. This was all deserted. You said that's why you you liked it here, because it was deserted. But now, it's it's all built up solid. Uh, there is a trick to it, Martin. Some of us sort of commute between dimensions, as I do. Now, if you really want to go back, I think I can show you the way. Go back? What's he talking about, darling? Go back where? Of course, an awful lot of people never wanted to go back. Judge Crater, Amelia Earhart, the crew of that British jet plane. Darling, please come in. You and Gabe can talk tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Tomorrow. Good night, Gabe. Good night, Martin. Beverly. Sleep tight. The Summer House. Featured John Judkins as Martin Deering, Pat French as Beverly, Paul Herlinger as Gabe, with Shelley Knopf as Bonnie. And was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. <laughs>